Good evening and welcome to a crooked pop filter. I'm your host, Jimmy Joe, and I'm here to straighten pop filters. And not important until you take this train to Sleepy Town. It should have been and uninteresting. I'm recording in my Highland Park studio. Producer Melvin is producing from the other room. Producer Moose is producing from his little cat bed on the floor. So that bed of his is made of a material that he enjoys grooming and that I don't think is good for him to groom. So, we wrapped it in a blanket. A very soft blanket. I am tired. And... Producer Moose does not have any urge to groom the blanket. Not that we've seen. So it's been a nice little solution to that problem. And it's a very soft blanket that producers Melvin and Moose seem to like a lot. So it's, I think, enhanced their bed. And improved it because... Now, producer Moose is not, uh, is not, you know, not grooming whatever material that cat bed is made out of. Mr. Moose uh, has his face pointed away from me. But his back paws pointed toward me. He twists like that sometimes and it's very cute. I'm a little warm. It's been pretty warm here in L.A., Taking my shirt off. Although I think it's supposed to cool off this week a little bit. I'm yawning over here. Good old Yanni. Having a tea. It's mango ginger flavored. It's pretty good. a while ago that uh, I got some kind feedback on from some listeners. And that was about uh, being an extra, being a background actor in film and TV projects. 
I'm talking about the other side of that now. If you're the background uh, assistant director, the background PA, it can be quite a quite a different thing. So I think depending on the show, there might be a regular background PA or AD and uh, they may call in additional support staff for days when there's a lot of background or if there are a lot of children involved and whatnot. But for example, your day might go, uh, let's say that you are the, you are being called in for background on a show that does not have a regular background PA, or maybe you're covering for that background PA. So you might go get to the lot at, uh, you know, five in the morning, six in the morning, whenever you're getting there. You'll get your call sheet the night before and it tells you when you're going to get there and that'll have the information of how many background are arriving at what times. So you get there and you get on the lot. You go through the security gate, show them your ID and tell them your name and what show you're on and they give you a little parking pass and tell you where to park. And maybe if you ask for it, they might explain to you where to go after you park. And they'll give you a little sticker to slap on yourself to wear uh, in inside. Inside the lot. And then you park. You go to wherever you're going and maybe check in with your second AD. Or with, uh, if they brought in uh, an additional AD or whoever the normal background PA is, and you want to get the skins, which is the information of who is coming to set their contact info and their... um, any just anything particular about them and who they're playing so uh, if there are underage actors minors children then uh, should have that information um and if anyone is bringing anything themselves, like if someone's booked with a change of clothes because they want to use them in two different scenes on two different days, or if there's any scenes where there's driving or like cars in a parking lot and there are certain background who may have been booked with their cars as well as themselves, uh, any of that information... And then depending on the show and how it's been booked, they might have uh, vouchers, which are the time cards, essentially. 
That's how the they get paid. So depending on the show and how they're booked, they might have vouchers with all of the information for all of the background pre-filled out, or they might just have blank ones that you have to fill out some of the info yourself and then let the background fill out the rest of the info. And so you get there and you get the skins and you go and you check with wardrobe and make sure that the that they have that the costume department has everything they need set up and that they have a changing area and whatnot and then you can check with hair and makeup especially sometimes if you're working like a period piece like a I actually wasn't involved in this, but I know a guy who was on Mad Men for a couple seasons. He was like one of the guys who worked at the office at the ad company. And he said that when he would go in, he would go through full hair and makeup. I think, I don't know about makeup, but he would go through full hair because since it's like a period piece, they didn't expect him to be able to do his hair that way in a good enough way for camera generally background is supposed to arrive like camera ready but you know you check and make sure that that uh, any department that may need to see the background gets to see them because you know if they if they go on camera and their hair looks stupid then ultimately it's you know the hair department that looks bad and you don't want that to happen, especially you don't want to make it your fault that that happens. So you check in with those with those departments and make sure that you have a plan for how they will see anyone they need to see. And you'll see where the holding area for the background is because you're going to need to sit somewhere between takes. And if there are underage actors, you need to find out where the school area is. Because they will need to be uh, in school for part of the day, probably. And you need to check with the props department if there's going to be any props that anyone's going to need. And if there are going to be situations where people are given costumes and props, you need to make sure that Everyone knows who's going to get the vouchers because uh, if any of the background actors are given anything by any department, they usually need uh, to give that department the, their voucher for the day, which is their time card, which is how they get paid. Um, and they'll get it back when they give the costume or prop or whatever back. And you make sure you have a check-in area established, a table and a chair, so that uh, as they arrive, you can check them in. And usually you're in charge of stand-ins as well, although if it's like a TV show or a movie, you know, a lot of times they use the same stand-ins for a whole season or sometimes for the whole series. So they usually sort of know what they're doing, although not always. You have to make sure. And they will still need to get their voucher from you. But yeah, so you go and you check in all that and you uh, check in with all the different departments and then you set up and they start arriving. 
As they arrive, you check them in, you ask them for their name, you check it on the skins, you mark it off. Oh, you'll also, you should also have given the set of skins to the costumes department, uh, to the props department, if there are any props that are going to be given to background. To the craft services department, because union background can eat the same crafty as everyone else, but non-union background uh, sometimes cannot. They have their own crafty and food set up. So, yeah, and then sometimes the second second AD on set will want a set of skins and or if there's an additional AD for the background that day or any additional PAs specifically for them, like all of that staff should have skins. And then... The background, uh, hopefully, uh, will start arriving, and oftentimes a whole bunch of people will be late, and as people are coming in, you'll hear them talking about some car accident that had traffic backed up on the 10 or the 405 or whatever, and you might walkie to someone on set and say, hey, a lot of BG are showing up late, and evidently there's a car accident that's slowing down traffic so that's why a lot of them are late so that way they know what to expect and you can stay in communication with them uh, as the situation develops and you get people checked in and you mark them off on your skins and you give them their voucher and you let them know what they need to fill out or what they need to sign uh, depending on what kind of voucher you have and then you tell them to go to usually costumes but whatever you've set up with uh, in that morning stuff, checking in with all the departments, you sort of you you'll have your you'll have it figured out by then. You direct them where they need to go, and then a lot of the times, if you have underage actors, sometimes they'll be called in early. For example, they might be called in at eight o'clock, but they don't need to work till noon, and so the idea is to get them in at eight, check them in, but then immediately throw them in to the schoolroom without working, without doing any work first. So that that way you can get them through all of their schooling, all three hours of it before you start them working. So there won't be any point throughout the day where you have to rush to get them offset and into the schoolroom. It doesn't always happen like that, but that's a good way to do it when possible. I guess if you call them in at 8 and they need to be outside at noon, that can be, that can be pushing. I mean, if it's, if it's a smooth ship, it can be fine, but one hour of leeway for people who are late or the line to check in is long, depending on how many kids there are, or, and then to get through her uh, makeup wardrobe and all that stuff. I mean, it's probably, you know, you can make it work, but depending on how long you'll need them for the day and how old they are and stuff. Anyway, you you check people in and you make sure they're going where they need to go and people probably won't be showing up or they'll be late and you'll start calling them and then people might start calling you if casting gave them your number and say, hey, I'm at the garage but I don't know what to do. And you'll say, go to the shuttle. And say, where's the shuttle? And you'll say, you see the thing that looks like a bus stop? And they say, yeah. And you say, that's where the shuttle comes. And they say, oh, but I don't see it. And you say, well, do you just wait there? And it's gonna come. 
comes at least every 10 minutes, usually more frequently than that. And eventually they figure it out and uh, you get them in, you get them through everything. And then on set, they'll start asking, how are the background? Can I have this many? Will we be ready at this time? And you just go and start trying to make sure that everyone's uh, ready when they need them. And you try to keep them orderly on set and quiet and professional. And some of them will wander and get lost. And you'll think, boy, for how easy this job is. Some of these people are making it very difficult. Sometimes. Sometimes not. I could make a lot of jokes now, but they'd be kind of negative. And to be honest, most of the time, it's great. It's great. Background's great. Yeah, It's fun uh, working in movies and making movies. Anyway, but you uh, keep them in line and you bring the ones to set that you need to set and you tell the ones to chill who don't need to be on set and depending on how many there are and what kind of staff you have, you might just be keeping them on set or near set or you might be keeping all the background actors in a different location and it's a bit of a walk to set and you have to think about that when you're keeping them on set or sending them back to holding. And you coordinate with your AD staff on set and with your other PAs. And if you, for example, if you have a big background day and you had some extra help called in, then you might establish a system where someone stays at holding and someone stays on set and someone runs in between. And yada, yada, yada. And when you... When they're at holding, you can give them a rundown of the scene. Okay, guys, so we're going to shoot uh, three scenes today. Can you raise your hand if you were called in at this time? Okay, so all of you are restaurant patrons. So we're going to shoot one scene. We're going to bring everyone to set, and they're going to send half of you back. And then those half they send back, you're going to change. And then the half that stays on set, you stay there. And when you're done, they're going to send you back, and you're going to change. And then we'll have everybody. And in the scene, you're just eating. It's Valentine's Day, and you're eating at a nice restaurant. That's, uh, that's all the motivation you need right now. And then you might say, okay, and who got called in at this time? Okay, great. So you guys are at the soccer game. So when we take you to set, we're going to run you by props. So bring your vouchers in case they need them. And then we're going to take you to set, and you're watching a soccer game. And it's a little league game. And it's the championship game of the season, so you're, you're real excited and invested in this, or whatever the direction for whatever scenes might be. That's what you, you tell them what they need to know. And uh, I think I've gone on long enough. There's a lot of frustrating things that can come up. But usually, usually... It's a lot of fun. It's a pretty hard job. I don't think it, I don't think we would keep doing it if it wasn't fun sometimes.
But uh, anyway, end of the day, you make sure everyone turns their stuff back in. They get their vouchers back. You sign them out. You send them home. Everyone gets paid. Everyone's happy. I've gone on with this long enough. Thank you for listening. If you want to support the show, you can make a donation on PayPal. Uh, PayPal.me slash podcast TFAT. That's TFAT, like to fall asleep to. T-F-A-T. You can also become a uh, patron on Patreon to set up a recurring monthly donation. Either of those, uh, PayPal or Patreon, there's great ways to support the show, to offset the costs of making the show and hosting all the files and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, and uh, anyone who donates, there are little perks that you get if you go to the Patreon, which if you just go to podcastfallasleeptoo.com, it'll redirect you there. It has the uh, perks listed, um, the different donation tiers. So there's shout-outs I can do. You can sponsor some talk time on an episode. Uh, There's lots of different things. And if you donate on PayPal, whatever dollar equivalent, whatever dollar amount it is, you'll get that that Patreon perk, too. I'll just, I'll get in touch with you in email, and we'll figure it out. Anyway, that's a great way to support the show. Patreon listeners also get some exclusive content of uh, some ASMR tracks and uh, some... Special pictures of producers Melvin and Moose, which if another way uh, to support the show, it's just follow the Instagram podcast, fall asleep to. Good way to keep up uh, just when new episodes are posted and uh, get usually a weekly picture of producers Melvin and or Moose. And a really easy way to support the show is to just... uh, Give this a five-star rating and leave a kind review on whatever you're listening to this on. It uh, helps people find the show and it warms my little heart. So uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for me and producer Moose and producer Melvin. And uh, we are in Highland Park. Hoping that you are feeling relaxed, that you're feeling good. That you know that whatever is going on, you have three boys, one of us human, two of us cats, who are hoping the best for you and who are happy for you wherever you are in your life, that you've gotten here and you're going to keep going and I'm proud of you. So thanks again for listening. I hope you're feeling relaxed. Hope you've fallen asleep. And I'm Jimmy Joe. I'll be back next week. Until then, sweet dreams.